There we go. All right. Our next guest on Her Ice, Tony Sandbolt, the head coach of the Laverne Cardinals champions of Class A Section 3, making a return trip to the state tournament. Coach, how are you and how are the Cardinals? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, the Cardinals, our team, is uh, super excited to make it back to the X. Um, it's kind of it's a big thing for our program uh, and our communities backing us, so they're excited too. All right, did I pronounce your name correctly in the intro? Is it Sandbolt? Yep. Oh, yep. thank goodness! You got the, it. Thank the you. E, the E at the end <laughs> threw me off. I couldn't decide if it was going to be Sandbolt or Sandbalty. So yeah, uh, I get that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Laverne always seems like one of those places where some of the names are very confusing. Lots of sure. vowels, lots of German von and, and van names. What's the deal down in Laverne with that? Oh boy, I guess I I guess I've I've grew up down here so it just all seems normal to me, but I I we uh when we travel especially outside of the corner here, um our names do get murdered pretty badly, so um <laughs> I I know where you're coming from, I guess. Well, the PA announcers at the XL Center should know the names on your roster. By now, a lot of players returning from last year's state tournament run. Uh, the Cardinals have won seven straight since back-to-back losses against New Ulm earlier this season. What did you like out of your team during the section playoffs? A big win over Mankato East in the section final. What uh, what gives you a lot of confidence going into the state tournament? Oh, um, you know, we're just happy to be playing our best hockey at the right time. We knew Mankato East was coming in with kind of a little bit of an edge on the shoulder and a chip on the shoulder. And, um, they, you know, we battled back a couple times. They're up 1-0 and uh, then 2-1. And then we we finally got that go-ahead goal. And you could just see our team ride that momentum out. And um, it was fun to watch, watch them play their best hockey at the right time. Do you think that sometimes your team is unfairly judged because you look at the scores of some of these games, 13 nothing, 11 nothing, uh 10 to 2, 7 to 2 against Mankato East, but you mentioned the Mankato East game might it probably felt closer than the final score would indicate. Is that the case with some of your games where people might assume that you just breezed to victory but there were some hiccups along the way? Um, you know, I can I can understand, you know, with with the schedule that we play um, where, where people would, would think that, and I'd, I'd get it. Um, but, uh, you know, we do the best with what we can and, um, we're trying to, to schedule some of those games. Um, I know we got Dodge County on this year and we will play them again next year in the Lords. And, um, you know, with the, the shortened season, it got a little tricky this year, especially. So, um, you know, we do the best with what we're given and, um, uh, we we just go with that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in all fairness to your team, you beat who you're supposed to beat, and you you beat them soundly. Uh, your leading mm-hmm. scorers, Cameron Van Batavia and Reagan Bork, two of the leading scorers in the state. Uh, KVB, as we affectionately call her, has got 87 points so far. Bork's got 69. Um, Van Van Batavia, especially, she's got to be close to breaking some records for school scoring, isn't she? Uh, yeah, well, we know, uh, when the, when the program first started, um, there's a, a girl by the name of Natalie Damagala that, um, uh, scored a lot of points down here. So I want to say she's like in the 350 points, something like that. But, um, yeah, she's, she's putting them up right now and, uh, she's an explosive player and, uh, has got a constant motor and, 
uh, works extremely hard. So she's really fun to watch and um, really worked on her shot over the past year. So um, she can really rifle, rifle a shot off too. Yeah, she'll be a player to keep an eye on this weekend. Uh, your third trip to the state tournament with the girls program, do you still get butterflies while making plans? Like you're filling out a seating chart for a bus and you, you start feeling uh, some uh, some welcome welcome anxiety? Oh, without a doubt. It's um, it's a good good anxiety, like you said, but um, uh, you're just, it's just, uh, you're excited and you, you want to play and um, you know, you know, you're going up against the best in the state. So you, you want to perform well on that, on that stage. And, um, you just hope you, the girls show, uh, show everybody what they got. Do you have a specific pregame routine for the state tournament or do you stick with what you've done all season? Um, you know, this is such an odd year. It'd be nice to kind of stick with what we do, but, um, <laughs> you know, we, uh, there's a lot of protocol that we got to follow this year. Um, especially with the Minnesota protocol. And then on top of that, we're at the X, so we got to follow NHL protocol. So, you know, we'll be getting dressed before we get to the X, getting off the bus, uh, five minutes before, uh, the third period starts. And then um, getting into like a curtain area, putting our skates on there, warm-ups, and then we get into our locker room. So um, there's not going to be anything uh, normal or any routine going into the, into the locker room for this one. Do you think that kind of levels the playing field, though? Everybody's dealing with the same sort of uh, revolving door of circumstances. Yeah, no, I think uh, that, you know, what I think about it is whatever team's going to adjust the the to adjust well to it and, and kind of deal with it the best. Uh, it's definitely uh, uh, something that's going to help a team in the tournament this year. Do you think that could be a benefit for your team considering how well traveled you are? Uh, yeah, we, uh, we know how to ride a bus and, uh, <laughs> and uh, deal with the traveling. So um, I like to think with an experienced group that we have that uh, we, we should be able to make the adjustment. All right. How long did you uh, coach with the boys team? Oh, uh, five years. Five seasons. So what's the biggest difference? What are some of the biggest differences between coaching boys and coaching girls? Oh, um, I guess the fun ones that I can think of right off the bat is just uh, <laughs> the bus is cleaner with the girls. You don't have to, <laughs> you don't have to worry about the hotel rooms uh, getting messed up as much uh, or, you know, them making their curfews. They seemed uh they're a little more worried, scared to get in trouble. So they, uh, they're real followers. So it's made that, uh, it's made it really enjoyable for me, you know, being able to see both sides, but, uh, I really liked how the girls, they, uh, they want to learn and get better and their, they, uh, their attention to details a little bit better because of that, where, you know, sometimes you gotta like corral the boys and just kind of mm-hmm. keep them on target and, and, uh, kind of watch over them a little bit yeah, <laughs> and, because... uh, in different things, uh, restaurants, whatever it may be. <laughs> Especially <laughs> on the ice, the the girls, I think, have a lot more to think about because they can't simply, um, obviously they don't produce testosterone. Like the boys, you can just kind of roll out on the ice and say, all right, go get them. And some yep, of their yep. energy will just carry them. Whereas the girls game, it feels is so much more tactical given that you can't just lay somebody out or rub them out along the boards. Sure. Yeah. No, there's, uh, definitely some of that, the hockey stuff too. It it is, it is different as far as, uh, um, you know, sometimes there are times where 
we're we're off and we're missing and you know you the the motivation and the the confidence boosting is uh definitely more more with the the girl side of it than sometimes on the boy side of it you need to take their confidence away a little bit but mm-hmm. yeah so it's a uh, it's it's definitely different but uh it's still hockey and it's uh it's always been fun <laughs> Uh, one of the coolest parts about the state tournament is seeing these little towns and seeing the uh, the community support that they have. This year, obviously, we won't see a big red wave coming into the XL Energy <laughs> Center. But what's the community support been like in a in a town as tightly knit as Laverne? Yeah, it's uh, it definitely just it's kind of what our community needed right now too. But um, it's just it's fun to see everybody gather. You know, the school, the hallways, they have a buzz to them right now. Um, the red and white, I know our elementary is wearing the red and white today. There'll be a send off tomorrow, you know, videos being made and, uh, you know, the media and the, the social media is just kind of fun to watch right now. Cause it's going crazy, but, um, all these girls, they, they grew up played here and, um, except for one and, um, they're well known within the community and, um, the community's got their back. Well, you mentioned um, that this is kind of what your town needed right now. Why is that? Um, you know, just kind of with that whole the whole COVID thing. You know, a lot wow. of people they you know they haven't been able to necessarily come out and watch games and things like that. So, um, just to know that we could still succeed and uh, find a way to have a successful season, I think that just kind of builds uh, builds people's confidence and uh, knows the the lights at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. Gotcha. All right, you've looked down the uh, the scoring sheet at your team. You see the names Vantavia, Bork, Bear, Gee. Obviously, they fill up the score sheet. Is there a player that might not get on the score sheet all the time, but is kind of an unsung hero for your team, maybe a glue player? Yeah, um, I would just, you know, the first person that comes to mind for me would be Razoy. Um, she's been playing since she's been an eighth grader, and she's, you know, she's got the team first attitude, but a lot of that comes with her ability to play defense. And uh, she defends really well for us as a center, centerman. And um, she, uh, her back checking and just those little things that get overlooked in a hockey game, um, she does them and uh, kind of leads by example with that. And um, without her, you know, um, especially the, even that Cam Bork line, they're going right now because of the work that uh, Razzie's doing in the middle. So do you think uh, she, she's fun to watch too. Do you think she makes a case for a high school version of the Frank Selkie trophy for the league's best defensive forward? Uh, you know, in, in my book, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, she takes a lot of pride in that. I know when we went up to Dodge County, it, we, uh, you know, she, she took a lot of pride in knowing that when the game was over, they didn't score when she was out there. Um, she's just, she takes a lot of pride in, in her defense's own work and uh, is, uh, is tough to play against because of it. All right. This is the million-dollar question. Are you ready for this one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Pressure's on, Tony. Pressure's on. All right. Give it to me. All right. Tell me why Laverne will bring home the biggest hardware. Tell me why the Cardinals will be Class A state champions. Oh, I, uh, you know, if we were here to, to pull that feed off, I, it would just really come down to we've got a really tight locker room. Uh, the girls got each other's back. They stick together. Um, they're all, you know, great friends. 
and uh, it's a team first approach. So um, they'll they'll fight for each other. They're going to play hard for each other, and um, if that that would be one reason why we would do that. We understand that uh, we're going to have our hands full, especially Proctor Hermantown out of the gates. They're a really good team, and you know our first trips we played the Brex and Blakes of the world, and um, kind of learned how learned what else was out there and uh, we're just trying to narrow that gap and uh, hopefully we can perform well on Friday. That is something to look forward to. You might be playing an undefeated team and the third yeah. seed, but at least it's not Breck, you know? Yeah, no, uh, that Breck <laughs> team that we saw, you know, when you got a bunch of gophers out on the ice, uh, that, was, that was tough and uh, the girls learned a valuable lesson that day. <laughs> well, Tony, <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time with me today. We'll be looking forward to watching the, the Cardinals this weekend. Best of luck. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll say our goodbyes after I turn the recorder off. How's that? So, sounds great. Thank you.